Do you need help making your daily sports wagers? Check out the Coda Sports Gambling Network at CodaSportsCappers.com. They offer free daily picks on their website and have a bi-weekly podcast called the Mount Lockmore Podcast that you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Play. The Coda Sports Gambling Network is home of the top sports cappers in the Dakotas. They are South Dakota's number one source for sports gambling information. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Coda Cappers, or visit their website at CodaSportsCappers.com. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to episode 43 of the Mount Lockmore podcast presented by the Coda Sports Gambling Network. I, of course, am at Coda Capper Pace on Twitter. Alongside me, like every single episode, is BRUS35 on Twitter at BRUS35. BRUS, uh, another weekend down, NHL playoffs, you know, in the thick of it, NBA playoffs. So we just had a full slated weekend of that. And uh, just, just how we doing here on this Monday afternoon? Incredible weekend. Um, followed up with, you know, usually Mondays suck, but <laughs> this Monday is going to be electric. You had two NBA games, five NHL games, a uh, huge slate of MLB games, a WNBA game. I mean, you know, we're, we're lining up to have a great day. Yeah, it should be a great uh, Monday, May 24th, as we creep along here to the middle or to the start of June, I should say. But uh, real quick, B-Russ, uh, if anybody was following the network on Twitter at Coda Cappers and, and watching the PGA Championship, uh, one of our cappers, Puma Cakes, uh, he had a lot of money riding on Phil Mickelson to, to win it all. And uh, I had tweeted at Pumba. On Friday, uh, Pumba then gave me radio silence because he thought I jinxed him, which uh, I ended up not doing. But uh, I do kind of feel bad if, if Phil would have lost it and, and, and then he would have blamed me. That wouldn't have been ideal. But Pumba does win a handful of cash and upwards of, uh, you know, 10K-ish. Uh, yeah, so, hand, so, a handful of cash. <laughs> yeah, a, a handful of cash. That, 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 the biggest bet that I've known, you know, personally, uh, somebody to win. That, that's the biggest that I've, I've heard of. So mm-hmm. uh, just incre- crazy, crazy, crazy. And it wasn't easy for Pumba as Phil, you know, uh, gave him a scare, but got it done there, B-Ross. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that that much money was on the line. Um, <laughs> it was a roller coaster of an afternoon for, for him as Phil came out of the gates and uh, did not uh, – play those first four or five holes well but then he got it going uh and then that last he bogeyed 17 and i would have probably been shitting bricks if he because i was been like well he's gonna bogey this and you know brooks had a chance to birdie it to cut it to one then who the hell knows what happens on 18 yeah but uh congrats to puma big time big time win um you know you love to see it you're always here uh just trying to support support other gamblers and you know you always want to see people win those big bets and Pumba winning 10k on Phil is uh is a story a lot of people won a lot of money on Phil yesterday I uh I think the sports books uh took a beating yesterday yeah uh, they took a doing? yeah mm-hmm. they took a big time beating um and like it's just crazy that he was that uh just people people love Phil so much that it doesn't matter what they what he's at they're gonna bet on him yeah absolutely he becomes what the oldest uh now golfer to, to win a major at age of 50 uh he opened up at plus twenty five thousand. pumba actually got him a little higher uh, i think it was just over or just under thirty five thousand. uh plus thirty five thousand. he got him at uh he, he actually live bet him um the on the first round on thursday i think uh phil has just about teed off i think um or hit his tee shot and he got him at, you know, plus 35,000, uh, pr- pr- pretty insane. So I, I asked Pumba if he's going to bring us anywhere, the Dakota cappers. And he, he, he insists that he, he will not be bringing us to Vegas. So B Russ, mm. I, I had asked I'll you, I'll come up to, I'll come up to Fargo for a there drink. You go. 
there you go. You can come, you can come to Fargo, we can party, and B-Russ can, uh, can buy all of our drinks. Or uh, Nolan can, and uh, I think yeah. he, can, he can afford that. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sharing my money with anybody. <laughs> you guys can all go to hell. <laughs> that, hey, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, now B-Russ and I are, are on the search. We got to find a bet now to, to, uh, to follow up uh, Pumbaa. And we were looking right now the the 2021 NBA champion, uh, the Washington Wizards, plus 25,000. That's probably as close as we're going to get right now. Uh, I got uh, Graham McDowell to win uh, Ooh, the US yeah. Open at plus 32,000. Okay. All right. There we so go. Throw 30 you got Graham McDowell. Kevin, Kevin Streelman plus 21,000. I mean, he was just in the, in the hunt on uh, Sunday for the PGA at Kiowa. And, you know, this Torrey Pines is going to be up. I wouldn't say it's going to be easier, but it's not going to like, it's, you're not going to have to be hitting yeah. driver three wood the entire time. Um, you know, I think what that Kiowa was the longest course in, in major history, right? Yep. Yep. The like 78, course. that 78,000 yards. Just insane. So, and yeah. how, how about Phil too? He had the longest drive on 16, I believe. Um, yeah. I drove DeShambo, Brooks, all, all, all those guys. He had the longest drive at 50 years old. Uh, I mean, I mean the it's just still putting it up crazy that you know five years ago phil didn't you have a driver in his bag and now it's just you know he hits bombs that's all that's all he does he hits bombs and he activates those calves did you see that text from his mom to Dude, his wife that, that was, was awesome um hey tell tell him just to par it just to par don't hit bombs or activate calves <laughs> oh man his caddy too uh man both those guys got hella you know those calves are just humongous well it's that's brother, you know that, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it runs in the family. They I, just got calves, calves for days. I suppose. And what a scene on on eighteen there. Uh, <sighs> oh, Brooks Kepka. I he had a quote too. I I can't remember it, but uh, he, he something about like you know him getting bumped around on eighteen. Boo hoo. Yeah. Boo hoo. He doesn't call that fun. Uh, I thought it was electric. It, it's great to have fans back. It, 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 you know, uh, Phil kind of got out of the crowd, and then you know, two minutes later, here comes Brooks as he's fighting through the crowd. Yeah. On 18. It was just like, um, was it the players or was it uh, when he won the Masters when Tiger, when that happened with Tiger? That was at the Masters, right? I think. Was it the Masters? Uh, I think it was the players. I think it was the players a couple years ago because then he won the Masters the next. I think, yeah. Um, And like that scene at Happy Gilmore where the fans, like he's walking up the 18th hole and the fans are just, you know, right behind him, running behind him. That was an incredible scene. Yep. No. And Phil said he was like it was kind of unnerving. I can only imagine just these crowds of people just oh. behind you, and you know, uh, my my girlfriend was asking me like, do they usually have crowds like this? I was like, yeah. When you know, when it's the majors, people are just yeah out in droves. It was great to you know, I don't know if that was full capacity or what, or if they just didn't care. Um, but you know, you love to see fans back like that. Moments like that on eighteen is what what makes golf great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, not only golf, but just sports in general. I mean, sports we, in like, general. Yeah. The, the Knicks game and the Hawks game, we, you know, for four straight quarters, we had the, the Knicks crowd saying, fuck uh, Trey young. Uh, so it's just good to have fans back. It, it's, mm-hmm. it just makes sports a uh, 10 times better. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, you got full, like the um, predators game yesterday, Taylor Lewan you know, cracking beers and dumping beers on his face with his four-year-old daughter and his wife right next to him and taking his shirt off. I mean, it's just, it's electric. You love, you love to see it. Yeah. And 
on the Trey Young thing, um, you know, I saw a lot of Knicks fans, a lot of NBA fans were like, oh, Trey Young sucks. I hate him now. He's enemy number one. I've been on the Trey Young hate train since uh, since college. It's his hair. <laughs> well, it's not just his hair, but it was, you know, being in the Big 12, being a West Virginia fan and having to play him twice a year. True. Um, he it was every time he, they played a game, it was they had a little ticker down at the bottom just to have Trey Young stats on there. And there was I remember one game he started out like 0 of 8 and it was like ESPN's losing their mind like Oh man, Trey Young, he's having a bad game. Trey Young, Trey Young. And I'm just like, shut up. Nobody cares. Like, he's not that special. He also yeah. looks like, yeah, you watch Rick and Morty? Because I tweeted uh, out that, not, that not picture. Really that. Oh. Yeah, I tweeted, tweeted out a picture of uh, yesterday that I had made a while ago. It was just a picture of this like big rock head from Rick and Morty. And I, yes, yes, with yes. Trey Young's hair, with Trey Young's hair on it. And I've always <laughs> thought that he kind of just looks like one of those. Uh, one of those things yeah it's uh i, I don't know I, like his hair's i don't know uh the, the woman gets pissed off every time she sees him on tv it's like he doesn't know what to do with it like it does he want to yeah. cut it like what, what's going on let it grow who knows what's going on there and, and is it thin is it thick like yeah. what are we what are is we doing here? Like hair? I, I don't know <laughs> i it's yeah so there we Trae go young uh tough hair scene for him yeah, the uh, Trey Young and the Hawks did get it done. Young finished with, what, 32 points, uh, 13 to 24 from the field, so not terrible, but the Hawks uh, get it done 107-105. The uh, Wizards also, uh, you know, fall to the 76ers, 125-118. to 118. The Suns take down the Lakers, 99-90. to 90. And uh, the Grizzlies take down the Jazz. Uh, obviously, Utah without Donovan Mitchell, but that was a fun game to watch, too. Late game, uh, Grizzlies won 112 to 109 and just uh, that second quarter, they outscored the Jazz, what, 32 to 19. And uh, this this Grizzlies team is fun to watch. John Morant, uh, Dylan Brooks brings the energy. Uh, this, this squad's good. Jaron Jackson, uh, he's a solid player as well. So uh, just a very fun squad to watch. B-Russ, uh, what would you like from Sunday? Uh, I'm so glad that the Warriors didn't win that game. Yes. I just like, you know, people are going to say, oh, the Warriors would have given them a better matchup. Like, I don't think so. Like, it's basically Steph and everybody else. Like, we know we're tuning in to watch Steph just shoot 30-footers. Um, I just – I'm – this Grizzlies team is fun to watch. Like, ja, you got Ja, Dylan Brooks, uh, Triple J. I'm trying to think. I don't even know who else is on the team uh, at the Trey moment. Jones, but, uh, but, uh, Trey Jones, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Grayson Allen. Um, but the I top tweeted – I was watching – yeah. Tyus Jones. Tyus. And, uh, you know, I tweeted it out and it was basically uh, Boyan versus Ja there going down the stretch. I was like, this is what I tuned in to see, you know, Boyan versus Ja in crunch time. <laughs> and like, boy, Bogdanovich had a hell of a second half. He, oh, man. He was on fire. Well, he had like 27 points all in the second half or 24 points or something. Yeah, he just went off. Just uh, and, he, and then he took the final shot there and couldn't couldn't sink it. But uh, yeah, a little unsung heroes there between those two guys. I mean, somebody's got to step up for, uh, you know, the the Jazz with Mitchell out and patient zero, uh, you know, fouling out there. Not a great game for uh, Rudy Gobert. But, you know, like the Jazz – to me, they're just such a – you say the Jazz and I just get bored, like, watching. Yeah. Like, if they, if they win the NBA championship, then that's going to be, like, the worst thing possible for uh, the NBA. I think it would be much more entertaining, obviously, if they lose in this first round. I'd rather them lose in this first round than see them win the championship. 
No, just, I, I want to see more sad John, Donovan Mitchell pictures like we had in the uh, in the bubble last year after yes. they blew that three one lead. <laughs> Those are great. The Jazz are like the greatest regular season team, and then they could just never get it done in the playoffs. Nope. I might I might sprinkle some uh, some money on on the um, Grizzlies to win this series. I'm sure they're still like a plus four hundred to win this series or something like that. So maybe that's where I, maybe that's where I get my start my trend here is you know. <laughs> Grizzly, Grizzlies to win this series. There you go. Now everybody's chasing that big money like Pumba. Now yeah. that Pumba won it, they're like, holy shit, you can actually I'm inspired. Win. Yeah, exactly. You're inspired. It's like you can actually win, you know, big, big amounts of cash. Obviously, you got to have things go your way. But uh, now we're all searching for that bet uh, that that Pumba made there. So in this Grizzlies-Utah game, too, obviously Mike Conley with the Jazz used to play for the Grizzlies. And on the other side, Grayson Allen, I believe, was drafted by the Jazz, played there yeah. a year, mm-hmm. maybe two, maybe less. And now he's on the on the Grizzlies. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty being, sure they were he was part of the deal that, that sent okay. Conley to, to Utah. Uh, Utah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that, and that makes sense. So, um, yeah. yeah. Is Mitchell coming back? I haven't heard. Like, is he out this year? He hasn't played in like the last 17 games. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure he's been out for like the last 17. So I don't know. Also, the jacket he was wearing in Utah, like Ooh. that jacket, like those people had to be just absolutely furious, like seeing him <laughs> sitting on the bench. Oh, man. Just, listen, I don't think I saw a single uh, non-Mormon person in that, you know, building, <laughs> if we're if we're being honest. Are they at full capacity or no? It sure uh, seemed like they it sure seemed like they were. It absolutely did. And I, I wasn't sure. And I thought Utah, oh heck, you know, they, they gotta be full capacity. I, I just don't know. It, it it didn't look like there was a seat that wasn't filled there. Yeah, I mean, you know, they had the the white shirts on, and it seemed like every single person in that building had on a white shirt. And uh, yeah, they, I, I'm gonna say they're full capacity, okay. or at least like 85, 90 percent. Okay, yeah, hell, that's that's still pretty good. Um, have you? This is gonna be off topic, kind of going back to golf. Have you ever been to a, a golf event? Uh, you know, the waste management's really fun, or any, anything, any big tournaments like that? Oh yeah, the uh, Memorial is in oh, my oh, hometown. Yes, yes. Coming yeah. up in. Uh, not this next tournament, but the week after that, that's a big time tournament. Uh, I would say like, if, you know, if you're ranking like, uh, you know, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, the prestige of tournaments, like you have the four majors and then I'm, I think the memorials like right there is one of the, like the next two or yep. three. Cause you know, you got the players obviously is probably fifth on there. And then I feel like it's Jack's tournament. Yep. Um, the course is just Muirfield Village, just beautiful. My mom's company one year got so down the 14th fairway. There's all these sky boxes, and we got the uh, free tickets through my mom's work, and we got into the sky box, and it was like all oh, you could eat food, just incredible. <laughs> and then, but they always have a uh, pro am on the Wednesday, and I, that's always fun to go to. Um, it's just and like always the biggest names always come out for this one. You know, it's uh, more of a prestigious trophy or a tournament when like all the big names are showing up yep. for, for this tournament. So I'm excited for that one. I mean, I haven't been in a few years, obviously living out here, won't be able to go, but I always love watching it. Uh, my dad used to be do, uh, um, you know, the hold the signs up quiet. Oh, nice. used to be, uh, yeah. Back Hell in yeah. the day. Is that volunteer um, work or do you get paid? For yeah, that? no, it's volunteer work. Um, but it's going to be fun. It's a fun tournament. I love going to it. I love watching it. Um, and, you know, when it's 10 minutes up the road, it's even yeah. better. 
you can't beat that, you know? So there we go. Yeah. Uh, was it all you can drink too, or just all you can eat? Uh, I was only like 15 or 16 oh, at the time. Oh. So yeah. <laughs> all you can eat for me. All yeah. you can drink Cokes. There you go. Your Cokes and your, and your juice mm-hmm. boxes. <laughs> exactly. So cool. Um, yeah, I have not, uh, I want to go to the waste management. Um, so my parents living down in Arizona, uh, during the winter, uh, be fun to go down there, but I've, yeah. I have not been to, to one of those. There was an event, uh, in the twin cities, uh, the 3M open. I didn't think that got too rowdy, but, uh, when I lived down in Southern Minnesota, uh, that, that was there. So that, that's probably the closest I've been to, to an event like that. My dad's also been to a U.S. open they had, Ooh. uh, and so, you know, a couple of times it's been at, uh, Oakmont. Yep. Yep. Which is just east of Pittsburgh, which is like a three-hour drive okay. from Columbus. So they've gotten tickets to that before. I think it was in 07. I think that's when Angel Cabrera won it, if I'm not mistaken. And then okay. they had it uh, when DJ won his first major. That he it was at Oakmont. So that's always one I've wanted to go to as well. That's about the closest that uh, any of the. Uh, majors get to you know central ohio i don't know how close we're going to get to you know south dakota with a with a major i know that next year is it next year's pga is it southern hills in tulsa in tulsa i'm yep. pretty sure tulsa, yeah tulsa, yep. so i mean oh, you know tulsa. i'm out yeah me and my friend always you know put in for masters tickets so you know it's that's just one of those things i'd love to go to you know like the uk the uk for uh the british open so yep yeah and the Ryder cup my friend my friend actually the Ryder cup or not the Ryder cup the president's cup was at Muirfield a few years ago that was also that was electric i forgot that i we went to that as well oh yeah i bet that'd be i bet that was fun Mm -hmm. yeah uh pumba with his winnings he can take us to some of these tournaments now so uh yeah (laughs) that's what he can do so we, we can we can maybe get him to do that but Awesome. There we go. Uh, there is two NBA games here today, B Russ. So we'll go over these real quick. Uh, we have uh, again the morning show uh, every morning, 9 a.m. YouTube and uh, Facebook Live. So if you want to check us out, B Russ was on there this morning, and uh, he's going to join us for uh, you know this whole week. And if he wants to keep continue to go, just got to you know figure it out with his work schedule. We should be good to go from there. But uh, Com Dog from the Gambling Few podcast is also on there. So we give out uh, all of our plays there. But uh, B Russ, who do you like kind of in these two games here? Obviously, as I pull um, up here, we have the Milwaukee Bucks hosting the Miami Heat. The Bucks minus four and a half. They lead the series one to zero. They're minus one eighty on that money line, and the over under at two twenty two and a half. Uh, so in the first one, I like the Bucks minus four and a half. I think that they get it done. The Heat shot or made fifteen more threes than them the other day. Uh, I don't think that that you know they keep that up. They kind of tail off a little bit, uh, regress back to the mean. And so I like the Bucks. I think that they continue to, you know, be, you know, defensive stalwarts and uh, play great defense behind uh, Giannis and Middleton and Drew Holiday and whatever Lopez is there. I don't even know. Um, uh, is it Bobby, Brooks? No, Brooks, Brooks, Brooks. Brooks. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I like the Bucks minus four and a half. And then in the Nuggets uh, Trailblazers game in the second one, um, I like. I think the Nuggets come out and they establish Jokic early and often. I like them minus a half in the first half. I also like them minus one and a half for the game as well. And I am going to sprinkle a little bit on the Nuggets to win the series as well at plus 260. There we go. Tonight, the Nuggets minus one and a half, uh, minus 120 money line, the over under 
227. So B-Russ is uh, going to back the Nuggets here to uh, take this. Plus 260, you said, B-Russ? Yeah. All right. Not bad. Not bad. I might have to check that out. Um, I'm on the over in, in both of these games. In, in the first one, the Bucks and the Heat over 222 and a half. The first game got to, what, 215? Uh, but if you look at what uh, what kind of these two teams have done lately, the over is 8-0 in Milwaukee's last eight Monday games, 11-3 in the Heat's last 14 after scoring 14 points or more in their previous game. And then I'm also going the over 227 uh, in the Nuggets-Blazers game. The over is 10-2-1 in Denver's last 13 games following a double-digit loss at home. So I'm going to even sprinkle them money line minus 120. I think they uh, bring it here tonight. Uh, obviously, the Joker can ride the Joker, and uh, they, they need it, right? You can't go down 2-0, especially to a Portland Trailblazer squad like this uh, with, with Dame Dollar. And uh, you got you to get that series tied one-to-one. So there's my two plays there, B-Russ. And uh, we have a handful of games on Tuesday as well. But you can check out B-Russ's card at B-Russ35 and myself at Cody Capper Pace on Twitter to find all of our bets uh, for today, tomorrow, and for the rest of time. B-Russ, we have five NHL games here tonight. But uh, just a little recap from Sunday. Uh, were you able to catch into the games? The home dogs went 2-2 two and two and the overs were 3-1 and one in those four games there on Sunday. Um. Yeah, I saw the Oilers uh, just have an absolute meltdown there in the last nine minutes of the third period. Uh, it's, you know, obviously it's not working for them. Time to blow it up. Maybe send uh, Connor McDavid over to, you know, the capital of Ohio. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I don't think anybody would be opposed to having the top two player in the world on their team. Um, I mean, it's – I just don't get what they – they're like they're great in the regular season and then they get to the playoffs and then they just shit the bed. I think they've only had one playoff win or in, you know, the six seasons that McDavid's been there and it's not just McDavid, they got dry sidle as well. So you have two MVPs on your team and, you know, they got a host of other like, you know, Ryan Nugent Hopkins and uh, Mike Smith and net. So it's not like, you know, it's just those two, they have other players around them, but they just can't seem to figure it out. And, you know, last night was kind of the – it just brought everything together. It show, it's been – that's what Oilers hockey has been in the playoffs for the last six years, you know. I saw a stat on uh, Twitter the other day. I mean, this is super random. Or yesterday after the game and uh, combined, I think that the – between Mike Trout and Connor McDavid, who respectively are both probably considered the two best players in their sport. Yep. Uh, one playoff win between them in 16 combined seasons. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. The two best players at their sport and their one playoff win total. That is wow. Yeah. That's insane. I, I, that, that, that's a crazy stat. Um, yeah, does that do you think they do? Do they trade everybody or not everybody, but uh, the, the stars this this offseason? I mean, is that the move, B Russ? I mean, I don't think they do. I think that you know, obviously, when you have a player like that, you yeah try to hold on to them. But I mean, it's obviously not working out for them. They got to figure something out. So whether that's trading everybody and getting pieces for it, or you know, uh, new coaching staff and making some changes to the roster around McDavid and Drysital, I just I don't know. They got to figure some out though, because obviously this, this isn't getting it done. No, absolutely. The Oilers are uh, one thing that's on their side, as far as a trend goes, betting trend, they're 19 and seven 
in their last 27 BRUS after allowing five goals or more in their previous game. So obviously they gave up a handful of goals there a couple of nights ago. So maybe they can get it done. Uh, 19 and seven in their last 26 here today. But uh, we have, let's see, five games here, BRUS on Monday. Anything stand out for you as, uh, as we look at some of these lines here, as I pull them up here? Uh, obviously we have the Bruins, or excuse me, the Islanders taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins. You have the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers, obviously the Oilers and the Jets, the Oilers minus 120 on the road. And then the, of course the Minnesota wild trying to uh, fight off uh, elimination here as they are down three to one to the Vegas golden Knights, the golden Knights minus 180 over under five and a half. I know we'll give our plays here later, B Russ, but out of those five games, anything jump out of you early? Um, I mean, the over in this Tampa, Florida series, I think is three and one. Okay. Uh, I mean, they've just been putting pucks in the back of the net, like, nobody's business i think that you know tampa bay probably gets it done tonight uh this florida team we've been saying it they're dead in the water uh i think they you know probably put six in the net by themselves like they did the other night i also think that i think they'll probably see three series and tonight um the jets will, i think the jets get it done oilers are dead to rights they're done and uh, i think vegas gets it done as well. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, as much as, uh, the wild, you know, being from Minnesota, they're not, they're not my squad, B Russ. I know I'm still trying to figure out my squad, but, uh, down three, one, uh, on the road here now going to Vegas. Uh, I think it could be over for them as well. So I actually like the Vegas golden Knights, uh, puck line and I'll give out a couple of my other plays here when we give out our Thursday or uh, Monday, excuse me, uh, May 24th plays here this Monday, but, uh, B Russ real quick before we do that, uh, yesterday, some, uh, some rookie of the year odds, um, dropped in the NFL, as far as defensive player and uh, offensive rookie of the year, or I should say defensive rookie of the year. So just real quick, uh, try and keep in football mode as we, uh, gear up for that uh, one day closer. It, it, they always say, so just, uh, the NFL 2021 offensive rookie of the year odds here, B-Ross real quick, we'll roll down these Trevor Lawrence opens at as the favorite at plus 300, Justin Fields plus 500, Zach Wilson plus 700. Trey Lance plus 850, Mac Jones plus 950, and then Najee Harris plus 1300, Kyle Pitts, Pitts plus 1300, Jamar Chase plus 1700, and then you also have like Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell, uh, Javante Williams also at plus 2000. So anything jump out of you there, B Russ? Uh, you hopping on any lines early? Uh, Kyle Pitts is uh, very interesting, especially depending on what happens with Julio. Um, yep. If Julio gets traded, I think that he becomes a, you know, number one kind of guy, uh, you know, like the Raiders have with Waller or the Chiefs have with uh, Kelsey um, being a tight end. And if they don't trade Julio, then that's just going to take less less attention to Pitts and you're going to have to keep an eye on Julio. I really like Kyle Pitts, Offensive Player of the Year at uh, plus 1,300. Yeah, that's uh, I was actually going that I had that written down here too. Uh, I might hit that early here. As far as quarterbacks, Lawrence, Fields, Wilson, Lance, and Jones in that order. Uh, any of those guys jump out of you? Um, I mean, obviously, there's Trevor Lawrence. Um, <laughs> I think you know, Justin Fields, if he can get on the field, I think is really interesting. Um, you know, he's got he's the dual threat guy of the uh, of the class. And if the Bears are smart, they play him week one and, uh, you know, let him get those uh, rookie mistakes out of the way. Um, but they're the Bears, so they probably won't. They probably will 
hold on to Andy Dalton and let him start for two seasons and then let, you know, Justin Fields sit behind them and because that's what the Bears do. They're idiots. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I thought Mac Jones too, plus 950 was kind of uh, kind of high for him considering Cam Newton, right? And, uh, yeah. you know, I don't know, is it maybe Mac Jones steps on the field week one, but I just thought with Cam Newton there too that uh, plus 950 was a little high for me. Yeah, I just like that's – I could see him like week five or six. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. if Cam Newton's, you know, doing Cam Newton things, then I don't think he sees the field for a while. It's like, you know, Trey Lance, I don't think he sees the field. If Jimmy's, you know, if they're, you know, five and one, six and one, something like that, I think yeah. they, you know, roll with the quarterbacks that they know or they know what they have in them and then – let uh, let the rookies just kind of sit behind him, but uh, yeah, again, Kyle Pitts is I think is the the guy here. Yeah, absolutely. Zach Wilson too, kind of interesting play. Uh, I'm not a fan of the Jets. The Jets suck, but at plus seven hundred, he's most likely going to be the number one guy, right? Uh, a week yeah. one, him him and Lawrence will be the two quarterbacks probably starting week one there. Yeah, I think. I mean, I've always been of the mindset if you draft a quarterback in the first round, then they need to be starting week one. Yeah, but. Uh, you know, that's not probably not going to happen with Fields, Lance, or Jones. I think it, there's, it, Lawrence is obviously going to start week one. And then I think there's like a 99.999% chance that, you know, uh, Zach, Wil- Zach Wilson does as well. Also, if you are, if you're a Jets fan, did you see the uh, Islanders game the other day with him um, on... in attendance with like all the linemen? Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't know. On, I think it was Saturday. Saturday. Uh, yeah, no, on Saturday, he was there with all the offensive linemen, and you know they panned offensive linemen. And there's the you see the video of the dude with the mullet the chugging dude with the, the beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah that was a yeah. Jets offensive lineman, and then they panned to uh, Zach Wilson, or it might have been later in the game. I saw somebody tweet uh, that Zach Wilson just chugged a water. <laughs> um, so if that's your quarterback, then. Uh, yikes yeah uh but on the flip side would you rather have a quarterback drink chugging water or uh you know chugging uh uh tequila like johnny manzel i, I don't know <laughs> i just chug a beer that's you yeah know, yeah that's all there is to it but he, he is mormon so that's true you can chug you know. a big ultra and, and that's damn near water there zach so it's yeah pretty much yeah get you get your dad ultra there my guy exactly Cool. Um, all right. So then on the other side, we have the defensive uh, rookie of the year award here. Micah Parsons opens up as a favorite, uh, pretty heavy favorite here, plus 450. Quiddy uh, Pay, plus 850. Jamin Davis, plus 900. And you have Jalen Phillips, plus 900. Patrick Sertan, plus 1100. Xavier Collins, plus 1300. And JC Horn, plus 1500. B-Ross, any of those guys jump out of you early here? Um, I like Patrick Sertan a lot. He went to the Cowboys, right? Uh, the Broncos. Bronc. Who went to? The, oh, Mike Parsons went. Uh, Parsons to the went to the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that Sertan is going to get thrown into the fire real quick. I mean, with the division, with the you know the offenses that they have, Herbert, uh, Mahomes, and Carr, he's going to get thrown into the fire real quick. I think that you know, I thought he was the best cornerback in this draft. Um, and I think he's going to be out to prove it. I really like Patrick Sertan a lot to win uh, defensive player of the year. 
Yeah, I uh, I'm gonna roll with uh, the Colts uh, rookie here. Uh, what is it, Quiddy Pay, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I've seen some reports that uh, he, he's looking good early here in, in camp, and uh, some of these veteran defensive uh, players are really trying to uh, you know take him under his wing. So he's gonna learn from some solid guys there on the Colts defensive side of the ball. And uh, I just think I hope the Colts have a good good year with uh, with Carson, obviously the former NDSU player. So uh, I'm gonna roll with Quiddy Pay here at plus eight fifty. That, that I like that number there. I don't hate it. Yeah, not a, not a bad number there. So there we go. Cool. Uh, like I said, uh, those those Lions came out here yesterday, uh, Sunday, May 23rd. So we had to talk about that. And again, football will be here when, uh, you know, as soon as possible, be rested right around the corner. Before as you know it. it. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Allegiant Stadium's looking really, really nice right now. <laughs> Buddy, we were, oh man, it was, it was beautiful. I didn't get to do a tour. Unfortunately, the uh, tours were all sold out when we were there, but uh you know, I'll be I'll be there in the fall for for a game. Yes, absolutely. So it should be fun. B Russ headed back to Vegas. Uh, it should be a good time. So football right around the corner. But B Russ, uh, before we wrap up the show here on May twenty fourth, what do you got for the plays here for Monday? Uh, so I like the Nuggets minus one and a half. I think that they get it done. They even the series at one with the Trailblazers. I also like the Islanders money line. I think that they finally found you know, some steady goaltending they dominated the other day heading back to Pittsburgh. I think that, you know, obviously the, in the playoffs, you're going to go as far as a goaltending can take you. And I think they found a good goaltender. And I think that they take a three, two lead tonight against the Penguins. I also like the over in Tampa Bay in Florida. I think that Tampa Bay most likely closes it out. uh, But we'll go with uh, goals on this one. I also like Toronto puck line. I think that they've found something on Saturday and I think that they just keep continue to roll uh, in the bell center tonight in Montreal against the Canadians. I also like the Knights to close it out tonight against uh, the Minnesota wild paces, Minnesota wild. Uh, I like the Vegas puck line there as well. And then in baseball, um, you know, I, looked at this line i saw it when it opened and i thought i don't know how they're seeing this so we're rolling with the indians money line at plus money at detroit the worst team in the league yep. so uh we're just stealing money from uh from the books at that point uh also a very fishy line b russ but but i agree uh the tigers suck. yeah <laughs> yeah trash so there we go uh good there's uh, b russ's plays you can find all his plays at b russ 35 on Twitter. So uh, my couple plays here, I like that over in the Blazers and Nuggets game. I also like the Tampa Bay Lightning puck line here. They're 20 and eight in their last 28 when their opponent allows uh, five goals or more in their previous game. So I like that. I like uh, Vegas puck line as well. And then in the MLB, I like the uh, Orioles and Twins, the over, what is that? Eight and a half, I believe. So I like that. And then I like the Mets and the Rockies. I like the under six and a half. I know in the early morning show here, uh, Com Dog from the Gambling Cube podcast took the over six and a half. I like the under six and a half runs in that game. So those are my two uh, MLB plays. And I like the Dallas Wings plus one and a half and money line at the New York Liberty in the WNBA. You're going against Sabrina. That's a bold, bold strategy. I'm going against Sabrina. They've been fun, fun to watch. I got my, like I said, I got my league pass set up, my WNBA league pass. Uh, sent the, uh, so got that rolling. Been watching a little WNBA action and uh, the New York Liberty. Fun, fun squad to watch. Uh, Sabrina's back, and uh, they got some nice off-season accusi- accusations. Um, accusations. Hey, hey. 
Jesus. Yeah, we don't want acquisition. Don't want acquisition. acquisition. Yeah. No <laughs> offseason. No Deshaun Watson here. Yeah, we, we don't need any of that to, in the WNBA or, or any sports, no. really. So, um, mm. yeah, that the Liberty, uh, fun squad to watch. But the Wings, too. They just beat the Sparks. And I know the Sparks aren't your Sparks uh, of the last few years. but And they just hung with the Aces, too. So, I think the, the Wings can get it done on the road. I like it. There we go. All right, B-Ross, anything else before we wrap up the show here for Monday, episode 43, Monday, May 24th? Uh, real quick, we'll run down some U.S. Open odds the oh, next yeah. uh, the next major. Yes. Uh, Dustin Johnson plus eight fifty to win it. He's the favorite at the moment. John Rahm looking for that first major still plus nine hundred. Blake Kepka uh, plus thousand. Uh, Bryson the robot plus twelve hundred. JT twelve hundred. Spieth twelve hundred. Spieth. I, I, he needs to show it. He needs to show it to me. Him and Rory yeah. both need to show it to me before they, you know, I'm confident in betting in any of them. Uh, Xander and Rory at 14 plus 1400. Patrick Cantlay and the last year's uh, PGA championship winner, Colin Morikawa at plus 2200. The Masters champion, Hideki Matsuyama at plus 2700, as well as. Fatrick Reed, uh, Victor Hovland plus 2,900 there with Webb Simpson and Daniel Berger. Uh, Will Zalatoris is at plus 2,900 as well. Uh, Happy Gilmore's caddy. Uh, and then rolling down the list here, Finau at plus 3,700. Just a couple notables here as well as Justin Rose, Adam Scott, Jason Day, Paul Casey, and Scotty Scheffler all at plus 4,100. And then you know, I know everybody's looking for it. Phil is at plus 15,000 to win the U.S. Open. I mean, Nolan's got to – Puma's got to go again, right? Double, uh, he's, yeah, he's got to put all that money on Phil to win the U.S. Open. Oh, my God. Puma was afraid that uh, his, his sports book wasn't going to give him the, the cash. when He, 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 he didn't believe it. But uh, when it ended, he – boom, right into his account. <laughs> I've seen I've seen that before where dudes hit – like people hit big, big bets yeah. like that, and then it's like, oh, we can't pay you out. Sorry, bro. Yeah. So, uh, but hey, they did. Uh, U.S. Open. Who who you like there, B. Russ? Just some early early odds. Um, I does Finau get it done finally? Yeah. Um, you know he's always been that. He's always just been kind of hung around like the top five, top ten. Um, I give me Ju- Justin Rose. Oh, okay. It. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's he at again? Uh, plus thirty-seven. Plus thirty-seven hundred. Okay. Where is Streelman? Is he on that list anywhere? Uh, Streelman. Where did he go? Kevin Streelman is at plus twenty-one thousand. All right. I think that's my play right there. Okay. Let's see. Can we get back-to-back majors? Can we get uh, big-time wins? <laughs> the hottest uh, cappers, handicappers yeah. in, in the world. Jesus, that'd be awesome. So, all right, there we go. There's some U.S. Open talk, and uh, hopefully, one of us can hit and. Uh, Maybe Pumbaa can hit again. Phil, going for back-to-back. How, how sweet would that be? I think we all got to put some, some money on a long shot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. What? Uh, that's what? Two, a month and a half away? Uh, middle of June. Middle of June. Okay, so it's actually right around the corner. Yeah. So, all right. Cool. Yep. Yeah, we'll, we'll all have to tweet out our long shot picks for the U.S. Open. So, again, follow absolutely. the network at Code of Cappers, CodeSportsCappers.com. And, uh, yeah, anything else, b before we wrap it up here? No, sirree. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining us. We appreciate you all. B-Russ, appreciate you, and uh, we'll see you Thursday. Hey, see you Thursday. Let's roll.
Do you need help making your daily sports wagers? Check out the Coda Sports Gambling Network at CodaSportsCappers.com. They offer free daily picks on their website and have a bi-weekly podcast called the Mount Lockmore Podcast that you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Play. The Coda Sports Gambling Network is home of the top sports cappers in the Dakotas. They are South Dakota's number one source for sports gambling information. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Coda Cappers or visit their website at CodaSportsCappers.com.